0: Love Talk Radio. Hello, guys and dolls. Hello, hello, everyone out there. I want to thank you all so much for tuning into Yvonne Latrell's podcast. I am the host, Yvonne Latrell, and today's show. We are going to have a special guest on here. Uh, We're going to have a comedian. And I just want to thank you guys so much for tuning in to Thoughtful Tuesdays. And my co-host, Essie, will be here in one moment. So, okay, so let's get started. I'm getting everything together guys and dolls Um, Okay Okay sorry about that Okay so All right, yeah, so like I said, today's show, um, we're having a special guest, and that's uh, Comedian uh, Country T.
1: Who's coming on the show? Yes, that's who's coming on the show, Country (laughs) T. Whatever. I'm starting to think. I'm starting to think. You got me blocked on this, uh, this thing. Can you hear me? Yes. Oh, okay. I, don't know I what's got going you blocked. On. On. I, I got uh, you blocked on what? On the on the uh the show. You just forgot to unblock me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> ha ha ha. What's wrong?
1: How uh, you doing? So
0: how? I'm great. How are you?
1: I'm good. I can't complain. I can't complain. Okay, you know, that's just, good. Uh, uh,
0: can you hear me good?
1: Yes, yes, are you using the um what you call yeah,
0: yes, uh-huh yeah, I have on, okay. on my headset okay, okay.
1: okay, okay yeah, okay. I was trying to get yeah, everything together,
0: cool. okay, yeah, I was just getting everything um together, so um yeah, I'm good um, and I was trying to give a update about uh the guest that we're going to have comedian country tea on our thoughtful tuesday
1: mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. well um she's an upcoming comedian and we're going to definitely interview her tonight about how you know how she's making it in a, a predominantly male dominated um profession because we all know, you know, we don't hear too many female comedians, you know, and she's doing pretty well for herself, you know. But I'll let her, you know, as I answer her questions. I'll let her tell us how, how's everything going with that. But hey, other news. In other news.
0: <laughs> in other
1: news. <laughs> hey, did you hear about that mass shooting in um, Texas? The Border Patrol is on um, on alert. Some mass shooting took place. I don't know how long ago it took place, but I just had the alert hit my phone, you know. Um, I don't know. It was just since the New York Post it popped up. I don't know why the New York Post would be, but whatever, you know. So I'll probably look into some more of that. He you had the, uh, you heard about the woman in Wisconsin that, uh, died in that, uh, massive, um, dust storm?
0: No, but, um, finish telling me about the, the shooting.
1: I don't know. It just, it just, uh... Oh, it I mean, just came on. up. I'm looking it up now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know if you heard about it. It's, it's been out. It came out about, uh six hours, so I didn't know if you've seen it or not. They have today? somebody of interest. Yeah, apparently. Six hours ago? Okay. Yeah. So I didn't know if you heard about it or not. That's why I asked. You know. I'm okay, yeah, no. Current events. Yeah, let's go. But I don't know, man. It, I'm just... Let's talk about something happy. How about that? Talk about something <laughs> happy today. Okay. <laughs> My son is getting ready to graduate high school in oh, a couple wow. more weeks. That's great. So I'm happy and proud of him, you know. Um, he had a rough start, you know, like most kids, you know, they have a rough mm-hmm. start with school, trying to figure out who they are, the identity that they're going to hold, with friends, you know, because we always talk to him about the association that he keeps. Right. You know? So, um, my baby boy, Gray Graduate. I'm proud of him. My, um, I have some family members get married this weekend. You know, but, you know, people are like, I don't want to hear nothing about your family.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: You know, that is but, not true.
0: <laughs>
1: they'd be like, say that shit for are when y'all talk. <laughs>
0: no, definitely yeah, not. No.
1: I might, um, yeah, I might be um, heading out to ATL this weekend. Hopefully, fingers crossed. I got a um, a project that's selling my lap, you know. And if I do get out there, I'll talk about it more. But I'm not gonna talk about it until it actually happens. Because they say never hear news before it happens, you know. Because. You never know who's praying against you for it, you know, and who's right. praying for you to have it, you know. So you just never know. So I'm going to just keep that in the 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 mix of good things and positive things, you know. Um, also, hold on, where is this at? I want to make sure I'm not misquoting it. Hold on. Oh, man. Damn, I can't find it.
0: Okay, and okay, the shooting
1: well.
0: Um I oh, you're I do it see up? it. Yeah, I see it. Uh okay. where what? let me see. Okay, he killed five people and he is now in custody.
1: Okay, so they did capture
0: Yeah. Mhm.
1: 'Cause I know when I had just read it that they said they were still looking for him, but maybe my news hasn't updated or anything. Yeah, you know. Um but yeah, I just you just gotta be aware of who you're around, people, you know, that come in your circle. Just pay close attention to people. You know, I know yeah.
0: I like mean people are so around. crazy and evil, evil. Oh my gosh. Like I don't understand, like you know, like why?
1: Yeah. Matter of fact, wow, you know um you know what i that's what I meant to talk about? That 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 um district attorney in ATL. That's mm-hmm. what made me bring up the trip too. Um that got killed by her boyfriend. Did you see that? Did I send you the article? About no, it. Apparently it no, was, you didn't. Um, apparently some guy she was dating, you know, um, he killed the, you know, very beautiful woman, you know, but it doesn't matter. She wasn't, you know, you shouldn't just take somebody's life because it's over. You know, people can't, you know, accept rejection. It seems like no more. It seems like a people are losing their lives over somebody just rejecting them or rejecting a situation or a relationship. Yeah. So you never know, you know, you just, you never know who you're dealing with, you know, until you have to deal with that actual person. You know, everybody sends you a representative when you first meet them, you know, cause nobody meets the real person that they're going to meet or be with. Cause I'm pretty sure, um, red flags, a red flag, you know, yeah. And some are more dangerous than others. And I'm pretty sure that if people see some of it at the beginning, it ain't enough time for them to fall in love with the person. And most of the time it seems like the person already fell in love with the person before the real, true, serious red flag come out, you know? Because, you know, he was like, wow, he never did that before. He never did this before. But just know if he's doing it, he's been doing it. He just covered it up long enough to disguise who he was you know and women too they're not exempt from it you know i mean yeah it yeah it goes so. both
0: ways yeah it go yeah it goes both ways um when you meet someone and you know um um people okay like someone asked me about um one of my exes they was like uh were you in love with him And I'm like, uh, yeah, um, uh, of course. And then after that, I was like, well, let me take that back. Um, I was like, I was in love with the person that I thought he was. So, and, you know, that's life because uh, so many times uh people say oh okay well once upon a time you was in love with him or you was in love with her you know like you know either you know either way and now you talking shit about him or you talking about shit about her um but i you know i kind of get it now like um the this person who you thought was you know this and that is not like you know like you said you meet their representative and later on you meet the real them and the real is Yeah. Is a whole hot mess.
1: Yeah, a lot so, of times. Yeah. It, it, it yeah, I just um I don't know, it's just crazy to me.
0: And did you did you hear um allegedly about the breakup with Shear and her grandson? <laughs> 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 Share in her and missing, so. no, this boy could have they, been her they, grandson they whatever.
1: <laughs> why why are you so against older people dating younger people?
0: I mean, I mean, come on now. It depends on the age. Um and how does how does she isn't she like in her 70s?
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, and this boy was yes. How old was he? Let's see. Okay, okay. Now, I don't know how old he is. I'm going to have to look it up. Okay, but just say, because I don't know how old he is, but just say he's 40 and she's 70. Come on. Like, come on.
1: What's wrong with that?
0: That's only a 30-year difference. Okay. Okay, whatever. That's
1: only a 30-year difference.
0: Mhm and then, and um in, and in about 10 more years he'll, he, he would have been changing her diapers whatever <laughs> So age is not age is not always about a number age comes with <laughs> you know with, with with uh experience age come with you know different things different stages okay uh you're almost at your last stage and this person is like at the beginning stage of life, so no, no way, uh-uh. And then, yeah. uh, and then mentally, hmm? go ahead.
1: It's more accepted with women than it is men, because you hear more women complaining about a man getting a younger woman than a woman getting a younger man, so you're like, you're, I mean, you don't care what who's older than who, you you just totally against yeah. it
0: yeah uh, yeah because i'm not um about to uh date no I'm not about to date anybody too young because the thing is you gotta figure out where you know where's their mind like if I'm old enough to be your parent no way no way I can you know what I'm saying I can get somebody my own age I don't have to go that young but um
1: <laughs> but um but in
0: other news
1: <laughs> oh, no, nah, you're not going to get out of that that easy because I'm pretty sure and, there's a couple and other people news out there that feel that. <laughs> I
0: mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it's some people uh, that is okay with that. So, I mean, yeah, hey, I mean, we, I, mean, I, mean I mean, wrong
1: with it as long as they're legal. Mm-mm. No way. As long as they're legal, as long as they're legal age, you know they i, I, I can And anybody out so. th-
0: anybody out there, do not take advice from him because if you are a fifty year old woman or a fifty year old man, you don't need to be dating a eighteen year old child because no way, because it's just like you know, it's like hell fucking no, uh uh-uh, uh no, an eighteen year old. I mean, come on, like. You just said that, like your son is getting ready uh, uh, to graduate. So, can mm-hmm. you see him? What, what a fifty-year-old woman?
1: It wouldn't bother me if that's what he's. That's that's what he wants, you know. I think it's more so if it's the daughter than if it's the son. If it's now the son, no. it's the pop is like he gang, you know. But if it's the uh-huh. daughter, he's like, hold up, wait a minute. If he's looking for, you know, you understand what I'm saying? He's he trying to sow some royal oats that he didn't years ago or, you know. But I, I, I don't know. I just think, you know, if we're going to be fair. We got to be fair across the board, you know. I don't I don't see anything wrong with it, you know. you I can't see a lot wrong with Who that. you fall in love with. As long as they're of age. As long as they're legally age, they, I, they, they, I don't see anything wrong with somebody, you I know. See. I, see a, I see a lot I a lot wrong
0: with it I see a lot wrong with it I see I mean it's just it's crazy because later on you're going to realize okay it's like I'm raising this child it's like okay I am the um, no I'm not his mother but I can be his mother he's such of a child compared to me like he's just doing all this kitty stuff the things that he's doing right now I've been there done that hell fuck no hell mm-hmm. no no way
1: And that's um, your choice, Do you stick around or not. You know, you have a choice. Do you stick around or not? Or do you just continue to have fun? Because a lot of times it's out of fun, you know, with some people. And some people find genuine love, you know. So you can't you can't dictate how your heart oh, you know
0: right right I mean you can't but that's why I mean I would never you know and they could they say never say never but I can tell you that I would never never get involved with somebody <laughs> uh, no I would never never get involved with somebody that young because uh-uh, they
1: later on thirty old guys you. <laughs>
0: Uh uh-uh, uh, hell no. You definitely won't. Uh uh-uh, uh, not somebody in in their thirties and I'm already pushing fifty. Hell no. And then not only that, like the generation, like each generation is so much worse. Like it just get worse. Like, um, okay, compared to like when we were twenty, like the twenty year olds, like today, um, just each generation is just so. So much more childish, and like like the generation coming up now, like these kids, they don't they don't care about anything. Um, no. and and like I can say, like okay, my okay, my dad, um, when he, when he was nineteen, uh, because my parents are from Mississippi, so when he was nineteen, he came to Florida looking for work. He found work. Um, he had married my mother, and then later he went back to Mississippi. He got my uh, got my mother. He got uh, his family. Most of them came to Florida, and most of my mother's family went to Chicago. But, I mean, a 19-year-old now, they ain't looking for no damn work. A, a 30-year, these guys, they be in their 30s, they ain't looking for no damn work.
1: So, mm-mm. Yeah, because you, you're right, because things have changed. Priorities yeah, that's have what I'm saying, yeah. Family mm-hmm. growing up, you know, um, mm-hmm. family structure. They don't believe in villages helping to raise a child anymore. Right. You got you got social media. That's the hugest distraction in the world. You it understand is. what I'm saying? It Where really is. if you took the you took the phone from these kids, that's the biggest. You know, in fact, they said this before on the show that the biggest thing about these kids, the worst thing that happens to them, is the internet goes out. Yeah. And they'll lose their mind. They'll die. They will die. You know, you like damn. You know, um, back then, everybody was, they, they, they knew how to date. They knew how to raise a family. Everybody partook in raising that family. You understand what yeah. I'm saying? Where he, when the guy would go pick up the girl, he would bring the mother a gift. See, that's the era that grew up. 19 years yeah. old, you're looking for a wife back then. Now yeah. you're looking for a hookup. That's it. As nineteen now, you look for the smash and move on and get the next one. You understand what I'm saying? And that's oh, only God. because society has changed to where, okay, let's, let's, look at, um, let's look at the opportunities of cheating back then to the cheating now. Back then, you had to find a way to get out the house to cheat, to have a mistress. Right now, you could sit next to the person you claim you love and cheat on your phone with anybody, anywhere in the world. So as time progressed, you see how relationships started breaking down. Relationships are not goals that people are looking for now. Everybody's into the hookup culture. I constantly say that. Everybody's into this hookup culture. They want to hook up, get the thrill over with, and move on. Before, they was like, oh, I want to marry, I want to date, I want to do this. Oh, you come pick up the girl, you meet the family. The family... You know, you bring the girl this, you bring the girl that. You got to bring the girl at home at a certain time.
0: Then you right. started
1: moving on to the Internet. The Internet started changing things with AOL, you know. They started having them little chat rooms, the little secret chat rooms. I used to be in all the little secret chat rooms. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And you could talk about anything. And that was the first example, and that was the first um, opportunity they exposed how the Internet is going to control dating. You understand what I'm saying? Now they have apps where you can meet somebody, swipe left, swipe right, or whatever, however that shit goes. You understand what I'm saying? Each right. each each app now is specific for this. Or if you're Christian, you want to do this. You want farmer, you do this. You're black, you want to do this. You're white, you want to do this. You this, you want to do that. You want to this S&M lifestyle, you could do this. So it it, it gives you an opportunity to break down what you want. Now with everything being, you know, Gender, gender, I don't know if we call it specific or not because now it's him and her, her and him. I want to identify as this, I want to identify as that. You understand what I'm saying? So now relationships are going different ways. You understand what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. everything is getting confusing now, where before you only had boys and girls, that was it. Yeah. Now you got boys, girls, him, she, her her, him. You you understand what I'm saying? everything so right. is breaking down. Nobody wants to, you know, it's just I don't know, man. I but I just personally don't have a problem with somebody this older that wants to date somebody younger. I used to have a I, I used to tell my friends this as a joke. I said, I don't want nothing old but my money. So oh, what we can't do, but for me, she'll be her younger sister, you know. Mm-mm. And it's... <laughs> I don't see
0: where that's funny, but I'm listening. <laughs> no, I don't. No, I'm just saying because no, it because is, this generation but... is just so fucked up in the head. I mean. That's why I said it's like when I mean it doesn't matter if it's an older woman t- talking to a younger guy or um an older guy talking to a younger woman i mean it it all depends on like uh the age I mean just because um someone is fifty or sixty and someone is twenty one like no, I mean that's still a child like you know, let you know let that child be, let that child um. Make their mistakes from somebody their own age, not somebody who's old enough to be their mother or their father. Like I said, these kids are just, they're they're already screwed up enough as it is. So, like, no, I'm just so against it. No, and I'm like... uh, no, no, I, no, and I'm just saying, like, when a when a younger guy tries to to talk to me, thinking that I'm younger, you know, I'm just, you know, I don't like it because it's like I'm old enough to be his mom or almost old enough to be his mom. And no, I, I don't know. I mean, the the kids, uh these younger people today, they're just so fucked up in the head. Like, no way. But like you said, you I mean, think
1: about two, they're exposed. Mm-hmm. More than we were, we were we were sheltered. If you really think about it, we were sheltered, we were sheltered. from a lot of stuff. If you think we about, were. if we didn't know half this stuff to these kids, these kids could pick up their phone and Google anything. Before, that is true. I don't know if you remember the dude that used to knock on the door with the botanical guard. You buy the, you buy A to C. <laughs> the next month he'll come by with D E F, or you had to go to the library. You what I'm saying? But these right. kids have everything out there, so they have. They have a, a – a, 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 um, what's the word I'm looking for? They have um, the chance. They have the chance to, to to get ahead of the game when it comes to certain yeah. things. And I see that's and, – and you have some that do, you know, they are younger, but they can't act mature. And then you have the ones that act their age, you know, not all of them, you know. And Most of them don't act their age. can fit in. You get some that can fit in. You know? So, well, and like I said, that's a choice. If you want to stick around for the ride or get off. You what saying? At some point in time, you're going to want to get off the ride because you can be like, yo, I got to fucking, he can't go to the bar with me, get no drink. <laughs> right. You know? Or he's like, damn, I got to change my pamper before we...
0: <laughs> right, I mean, but, and then the thing, know, thing is, I think. mean, but I I, I was childish... Also cuz I mean remember when I was telling you um when I was in my 20s I had this guy car and I'm going joyriding and then the car um uh I had this guy car all of the time and and the car one one weekend after I had dropped my cousins off the car broke down and and some guy helped me on the side of the road and um he got he he pushed the car um to a blockbuster. That's how long ago this was because I don't even think that there is a blockbuster anymore. But um he went under the hood, he got the car to crank or whatever and he was like, um, there you go and I was like, Oh well I feel feel so uncomfortable driving this car. It might uh it might cut off again and this stranger who who was about old enough to be to be my father okay well how about you drive my car and i drive this car and i'll follow you home i mean first of all you're a stranger so you're not following me home but i agreed to it why because i was young and just uh so childish and i took this man car the, the minute i got in his car i see he had a full tank of gas he had a new a new car <laughs> and i took his car and went riding in miami like who does that a child just a somebody childish so i'm just saying i just think of some of the childish things that i've done in my 20s and i did a lot of childish things um but like oh my gosh you got a full tank of gas i'm about to go riding out so (laughs) that is just so childish so i can say that because i was once that person just like i would be the wrong person you know um But yeah. that don't
1: mean that another person is going to be that childish. You do have, like I said, you do have They'll be more childish um, people that do childish things and that will do more childish things, like you said, you know. Uh, but I don't, I don't think that that should that should um, eliminate them from dating somebody that they're attracted to, even if the person's older. Now, like I said, as long as the person is that is a legal age. I'm not promoting anything younger than the legal age, you know. So, um, but yeah, uh. so.
0: I mean, yeah, I, I, I mean, I hear you, but if they are young enough to be your child, do not date them. That's, I mean, you're you're promoting as long as they're legal. I'm promoting, hey, if they're young enough to be your child, keep it moving. <laughs> keep it moving. Don't waste your time because later on, yeah, yeah, it starts off as just fun right now, and later on it's going to be a goddamn a fucking headache. A headache, a headache. I will not get myself into some bullshit like that. I will not date somebody that I'm old enough to be his mom. Boy, go sit your ass down somewhere and go find somebody your damn, damn age and get out my damn face. No, no.
1: <laughs> well, you know that's big or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know, some people be like, "Hey, what's up?" You know. But you know, be like, yeah, right. yo, you old enough to be my mom, but you're not my mom. What's up?
0: I mean, right? And and yeah, that's you yeah, know. that's what they yeah, that's what they'll say. But it's just a headache, you know. Especially, it's like. Um, you you know like one, okay um, just say like right now when I look back and I can say oh okay if it, if I could do this over again or that over again I would do this different I would do that different but and then like now I now I am a certain age and even though I can't go back in time to change the mistakes that I that you know that I made in the past I can avoid certain things in the future so. Yeah. Sleeping with someone that's young enough to be my child would not be one of those mistakes because it's not going to happen in the first place. Never, never, oh. never.
1: Well, if any young guys had a fantasy of you, want, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. <laughs> stay out of my,
0: stay out of my DM. It's never going to happen. It's gonna- never, <laughs> never. <laughs> Your daddy, yeah. Your daddy or your stepdaddy? Yeah. <laughs> you never. Never.
1: <laughs> never. So he's going uh, to be bumping to her in the hallway, half naked, and be like, oh, hey, you know. <laughs> no. Uh-uh. The man that,
0: no. The man that, uh-uh, no. The man that I date, no. his His kids need to be grown and have grandkids. I will not be dating a child. <laughs> I will not date a child at all. All
1: right. Well, in other news.
0: In other it's news. It's
1: time for us to bring our guest on.
0: Okay. Okay, sugar. Okay, sugar. Me and you will discuss this later, sugar. We will discuss this later, sugar.
1: Maybe that's what they want to hear. <laughs> all right. Um. Okay. I see our guest is on the line. Okay. Yes. Can we mm-hmm. let her in, please? Oh, um, she's in. Mm-hmm. Okay. Country, what's up, girl? How you doing? Doing
2: well. Thanks for having me.
1: Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you for coming on the show. Yes. Thank you so
2: much. I know so you much. got a
1: busy schedule, and I appreciate you for this.
2: Yeah, I know. I'm I old. I'm over here yawning this. and everything. Like it's nine thirty. <laughs> <That's> all, <I'm laughs> <with. laughs> all
1: right, so <laughs> we ain't gonna hold you out much longer. So this is what we do. I'm gonna <laughs> start with the questions. All right? <laughs> I'm, just,
2: I'm just joking. Go ahead. Okay.
1: What? Yeah. So, um, my first question is, how did you get into stand-up comedy?
2: I got into stand-up comedy. Um, So initially, I did it as like, you know, I grew up in church. I was always on stage, always acting. So I'm a big theater buff, you know. I'm actually a thespian. So I acted for years. And I've always just been very boisterous and loud and, you know, the center of attention. And I love to laugh. And I well I wouldn't say mistakenly but it was a opportunity given to me to where I was able to host um, a corporate event at the job I was at and one of the ladies was like hey you know what you should really think about doing stand-up comedy and hmm. Country T was born
1: okay okay and I I always thought you were shy. Really? Yeah. Because I don't sit around telling jokes. I don't know
2: know how people, you got to be, yeah, (laughs) because you got to trust you, you know, (laughs) with my jokes and trust you with my attention, so.
1: Okay, okay, okay. And I am, and actually I am
2: a, a bit shy, though. I am a bit shy, though. That's the funny thing. I am.
1: But you can't tell when you get on stage. That's the crazy thing.
2: Yeah, but and you know what? The the funny thing is the it's more to me it's more it's it's easier to do shows where there's more people than less people.
1: Mm. Okay, okay, okay. So um what process did you use to develop this stand up comedy? Your material and everything.
2: Man, I just I attend a whole bunch of cookouts and a whole bunch of um Friends and families and go to work and stuff like that because comedy is life. And what we do and, you know, how people are every day is just like Mm -hmm. that's who they are. And that's funny, you know. It's like, okay, well, I'll take this, I'll put this with this, put that with that, Mm -hmm. and, you know, put it together and make it funny.
1: Okay, okay. So are you, any of your jokes based around any of your experiences besides just the cookouts and everything, listening to other people?
2: Most definitely. I talk about, you know, of course, you know, I talk about my children. I talk about, you know, home life, how I grew up. So a lot of, of course, is going to be experiences because that's, you know, I don't know anything else but my experiences. So. so- most hmm. if not all my jokes are based on either my experiences or experience that I've had with other people. So it might have happened okay, to you okay. three when I get on stage and talk about it. <laughs>
1: you know, so <laughs> yeah. Got you, got you, got you. So how did you how do you balance real life with comedy, right?
2: oh man i I had to get uh support at you know my village honestly, because in order to do this, I have to be away from home a lot um I traveled different cities and states and you know if it wasn't for my husband, I don't know exactly what would happen because he's so supportive, like he attends ninety five percent of my shows if he can't come, it's a real you know issue a real time issue so if you don't have the support of your family it's it's hard to do because you know you even need them out there in that audience too laughing and you know supporting you and goading you into doing you know making your dreams come true
1: yeah okay 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 so um have you always wanted to do comedy
2: I always, Besides I when to she told to be, you at work. No, I always wanted to be um, on TV or I always wanted to be, like, a star, All right? Like I said, I, I, you know, I did acting for a little while, so I always thought, you know, I would be an actress. So I was, you know, I'm like, mm-hmm. I know I can do a, you know, be a great character on a sitcom, like a Moesha or
1: something. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to ask you another question that most, you know, most comedians get, you know. Um, how do you deal with somebody when they heckling you in the crowd? Like if they just say something like, oh, you're not funny, or they try to crack their own joke on you. How do you deal with that?
2: Well, I got the microphone, so I speak louder than anybody, you know. So mm. I'm talking, you know, I'll talk to you and you know, give you a chance to be quiet. But if not, then I'm just gonna roast you on, you know, with on um with the microphone. <laughs> I'm gonna roast you while I'm on stage <laughs> or whatever. And however you 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 come about it is, you know, how you come about it. But my thing is, you came to see me. I ain't come to see you. Yeah. Well, you came to the show. I was at right. And so if you don't want to laugh, yeah. you don't want to have a good time. Then just, you know, let everybody else do what they do. And then I'll be there. I'll be back around. Because that was one of the things yeah. I used to could do. You know, I could heckle. I mean, I could, I could roast. <laughs> you know, I could jones. So Maybe I'm you. Know, call you. And just you know, I could jones, you know. <laughs> yeah. I had a curl and I was musty <laughs> a little bit coming up. So, you know, nothing else. <laughs> I knew how to crack yeah. jokes to keep them off yeah. of me.
1: Okay, okay. So, have you ever been on stage and it was just a bad set and you bombed?
2: Yeah. Yeah. And you know, just you know, a lady needs to, you know, learn a few things. First of all, she needs to learn when to be quiet and she needs to learn when to leave. You know what I'm saying? So, that mm. was I've done shows where I'm like, okay, I can't relate because a lot of, you know, com- comedy is all relatable, most of it anyway. So yeah. if people are laughing, they're laughing because they can relate to something that you said or you they haven't experienced. So mm. it's not going to be every night that I'm going to kill it. Some nights I'm really not yeah. going to be feeling it and I just have to take care of an obligation. And then some nights it's going to be, you know, I just pair the stage up. And the thing is, I never want it to become work because I feel like if it becomes work, then it won't be fun. And if it's not fun, then it's work. And that's why I go to work every day so I can do comedy. I know people, you know, laugh about that, but this is what I do for fun. If, you know, Kevin Hart came tomorrow and said he wanted to take me on tour, i go, but... I'm not going to quit my job. I'm not going to, you know, drive, you know, live in my car to, you know, pursue comedy because that's, you know, like I said, it's just something fun to do. It's a hobby, and I want it to be yeah. a hobby. And it's it's a hobby that happens to, you know, take me to different places and pays well. And so until,
1: mm.
2: you know, it's not fun, I'm going to keep doing it.
1: Got you, got you. You know, um, Mentioned Kevin Hart. You know who are some of your um, your favorite comedians? Uh, definitely,
2: my my absolute favorite comedian ever is um, Eddie Murphy. I just love everything about Eddie Murphy. Uh, it's nothing yeah. that you know. You know, with the exception of that new coming to America that he's done. That you know, he's a comedic genius uh Martin, Miss Pat,
0: mm-hmm.
2: even Lawanda Page. Um so, you know, I mean Chris Rock, I like comedy where you you know, where people aren't cussing you out all the all the time, where you actually have to listen yeah. to the joke and not just hear MF or this and that and the third. You know, where people are actually telling jokes mm-hmm. and not just cursing to get you to laugh because the cursing is funny.
1: Okay. Okay. Well, I um I know Roger Bates when he was in North Carolina. I had took one of his courses on um on comedy, and he said it's rhythm, speed, and deliverance. So that is going to tie mm-hmm. into my next question. If given okay. the choice, would you prefer to live technical, solid, polished, unrehearsed? or audience, hold on, hold on, excuse me, I lost my spot on my question hold up, guys. All cylinder filing set to a middle into the audience, or you rather offer loose, spontaneous material?
2: Uh, I think for me, all comics have, a, you know, a set that they have in mind. Hey, this is what I'm going to do when I get on stage. These are the things that that I'm going to say. But things have happened
0: mm-hmm.
2: in the crowd, and, you know, you got to do crowd work. Or something happened mm-hmm. earlier that day, and you kind of want to talk about it. You kind of want to talk about it. And so one of the things, you know, that happened to me this weekend was a young lady came to the club um, to the spot that I was you know, doing comedy at, and, and, like, she was asleep, you know, in the front. Mm. And I don't mean, like, you know, just, like, nodding. Like, she was, like, church-sleep. So I use that <laughs> in my Like, you know, like, oh, you know, church-sleep, you know how the pastor talks to you, you know, you, you you think you're saying hallelujah, but you you really got your eyes closed and you're kind of talking, and then you realize, like, I'm sleep sleep. So I would – now, if I'm doing a competition or something mm. like that, I have to – I of course, I'm going to try to stick with my set, but sometimes you just can't stick with your set because things are happening around you, and you want to make those things funny.
1: Okay. Okay. Have any um, comedians that you performed with been harshly – critical of anything that you've done like some of your work say hey you need to work on this you need to work on that you need to work on this
0: uh
2: i think the most criticism that i have gotten is um to speak up because i don't seem confident enough sometimes and uh i had i did a show um, with Bruce Bruce and he said, you know, I asked him a question, and he said, I asked him about, you know, who's your favorite female comedian? And he kind of didn't have an answer. And so I said, well, let me ask, you know, other male comics that. And a lot of them won't have, a, you know, favorite female comedian. They all say, oh, you know, mm-hmm. female comedians tell the same type of jokes. Or they start twerking when stuff ain't like funny, and I'm like, well, what are y'all? What shows are y'all going to? Because I have never busted twerk. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I have never <laughs> busted <a> twerk. <laughs> but I yeah. guess people are doing it, you know, because that's where everybody's saying, oh, women are twerking when they're not funny. They start twerking. I was like, oh, okay. I, didn't... I need okay, too bad okay. for twerking, so I ain't been no twerking.
1: <laughs> now I got another question about that you know um, as a lady comedian how does your com- comedic experience compare to those of the male counterparts what have you seen oh, differently, I guess gonna... with the promoters and everything yeah I'm sorry
2: mm, guys are... no no it's fine um, so you know being in this game it's, you know uh One of my comedy buddies, he always say comedy is the new rap, right? And you have people, and I'm not going to say just females, but you'll have people trying to sleep with promoters and bookers or even comics just to get 15, 20 minutes on stage. And you don't always even get paid sometimes. They just want to be on that particular stage. And that makes it hard for you know, especially lady comedians, because that that expectation comes to all of us. If they see one of us doing it, they feel like, oh, well, let me try her, let me try her, or let me try her. And then you mess around and you give yourself to that person or, you know, trying to get time, and they won't even put you on the show. I've witnessed it. I've seen women give themselves to promoters or offer themselves up to comics just to get on the stage and i know you're not getting paid because nine times out of 10 if you're not booked for the show and you do like a special um special guest or you know mm-hmm. you know they 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 grant you a spot it's not paid it's just for the experience it's just you know for um the exposure but you know you giving yourself away for what 15 minutes and it's not even paid and you know, the difference between a hooker and a hole is a thief.
1: Mm. <laughs> hmm. <Yeah. laughs> okay, my next question is, what's the most memorable moment in your career so far?
2: Uh, So far, I've worked with some of uh, men, I've worked with some of the veterans in the business, and it's it's like surreal being on stage with people that you've grown up watching on Comic View or, you know, Uptown Comedy Club. And so as I mentioned earlier, you know, I work with Bruce Bruce. I've worked with talent. Um, I've worked with Honest John and um, Darren Brand. So to just be able to work side these people and just do what I love and have fun at it and just making strangers laugh. Like a lot that's just surreal mm-hmm. to me, just being able to make strangers laugh.
1: Okay, okay. So um the next question is hold on, let me sure okay, I do this one. Okay. Any recollections of your first set? <laughs> like how did it go and what what was it that the reason you said you're going to continue to do it or did you flop and you say you know what I'm going to give it another try or you know how did that turn out for you your first set if you can remember
2: no I definitely can and it was it was um, we were at the comic well, the comedy zone it was in Clayton at the time and it was we they were doing they did open mic and this was like after I had spoken to old girl and she was like, You should go and I kinda was doing my research and I gotta give shout outs to Rob Wright for making a path for a lot of these um especially female comedians in this area. Like Rob Wright has really set a precedent for um female comics. So I say that to say the Um, a lot of the people who did that show that day were, like, first-time comics. And the young lady who, you know, brought me out, Miss Pickett, she was also uh, one of my mentors before I even got on the stage. And for her to bring me up, it was awesome. And I just rocked it that night to the point where I just kept coming back, kept coming back, and I ended up hosting um, open mic night at um, Comedy Zone for a little while. And that opened up the door for me, but it was like it was like I had been doing it for years, I had like I had been doing it for okay. years, and I just feel so comfortable up there just doing it. But yeah, that first set, and I still do you know some of the uh, jokes from my first set because they you know they're still relevant, but you know you gotta put it mm-hmm. for what's going on today and things like that. So like that was like almost. What ten years ago? So,
1: mm-hmm.
2: here I am.
1: Okay. You're doing a good job. I must say, well, I
2: appreciate you. My man. next
1: question is: The set's over. People are laying around the room. What's the best way to compliment a performance set and asking the people to leave? What's the best line <laughs> you've ever heard, or that you said yourself to get? Everybody out, because I know that's a hard time sometimes trying to get people to leave. So yeah. What's the best thing that you've heard?
2: Um, well, well, well what was I? Uh, we were in Greensboro, and the um, we were we were just kind of like milling around. Everybody's kind of like laughing and kind of like you know on a high, and then you hear sirens in the back. And nobody, uh, you know, we didn't think anything of it. And the guy goes, hey, you know, the building's on fire. <laughs> He's like, the building's on fire.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, like, like, you're like, what? You know, <laughs> we're like, what? And then you turn around and we like we see smoke and everything, and we just like start bouncing, like everybody just grabbing their stuff, and we were running out, we were running out, you know. He locks the door, and the you know, the, and I mean the fire truck just goes right past us. <laughs> so, like we just like started out, like a little fire in the cut. <laughs> Get us
1: out of it. Oh my god! not so you meant to do? What am I doing movies? Would you look for a part as a com- a comedian, or would you look for a more serious role?
2: Um, I would look, of course, for a serious role because, as I stated, um, I'm a thespian first, right? I'm a thespian first. I love mm-hmm. the the stage. Uh, I love, you know, to act, and I would want to be. And okay. And why I say this is because when I look at these these um, shows and I look at these, even the sitcoms and the movies and things like that, it's always the heavy heavyset black woman who brings the comic relief, right? She has to tell mm. jokes and, and kind of clown out in order to be, you know, taken serious. Like, you know, mm. you look at Olivia Spencer and um, – you know, initially, you know, she was doing, you know, she was always like the funny girlfriend and everything or the funny friend. And, you know, eventually she got to help, you know, you know, more serious roles. But she's always had like this comic relief that she has to endure before people will take her seriously.
1: Yeah. Okay. Okay. If you had an opportunity. To open to any comedian, past, present, dead, live, whatever. Who would it be, and why? Oh, I'm
2: rocking. I'm rocking with Richard Pryor. I'm rocking with Eddie Murphy, and um, (laughs) you know, Quiet Quiet as his cat, quiet as his cat, which I think he's funny. But I love, I love me some uh, Jeff Foxworthy. I don't know why I just do <laughs> but okay. I think he's you know I think he's funny, but i would i would yeah I would work out with all those guys most definitely and okay. and of course, miss LaWanda page and that's esther okay. for those okay. people who don't know
1: <laughs> 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 and esther
2: is that she if you watch her stand up, she's raunchy. she's mm-hmm. she's she, vulgar, and then, you know, you watch Sanford and Son, and what? She's, you know, churchy, high glory. But her, you know, earlier records, wow. (laughs) Wow.
1: Yeah. Okay, okay. So my next question is, because this is the big one that everybody talks about, you know, and some people tell their story later on about how like um Dave Chappelle talked about how a comedian stole his joke and took it from him when mm-hmm. he was fifteen and he told him, like, what you gonna do about it? <laughs> Has anybody ever stole any of your material or based their joke mm-hmm. off of some material that they shared? That you shared, I mean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> oh, I actually
0: I actually, you, you I'll have actually to say no name. <laughs>
2: No, 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 I'm not I'm not going to do that. I ain't going to do that. Um, but, like, I've actually, it's it happened quite a few times, but I think the one, well, two that was, like, the most bold is um, I had a young lady. I was in Jersey. I did a show in Jersey some years back. And me and her were, like, backstage kind of just riffing and laughing, you know, back and forth. And then she gets on stage and she tells all the jokes that I was telling backstage. Not even a joke. We were just kinda like you know, like going back and forth and he just says everything and yeah. I was like, Are you serious? <laughs> you know? And um and it happened to me again. I was um doing a show out in Clayton and me and the young lady we was actually um talking about another lady in the audience. Um, not bad or anything. Uh. She just had she was um, a white lady with a um like uh, a black name, right? So we were kind of, like, ripping Mm -hmm. off that and everything. And then she gets on the stage and, like, starts heckling the lady, you know, about her name. But, you know, everybody's (laughs) laughing. It's all in good fun. (laughs) But I'm like, what? You know, wow. You know, and and my husband, he's always like, that's what you get, you know, (laughs) without giving away your gift. (laughs) So it's like, oh, man. But, you know, they, they good for that. They, they, oh wow Yeah, they'll do it and, and my thing is you can't steal a premise right so mm-hmm. you know as, as women we, we all get mammograms I got a joke about a mammogram I got you know but most ladies I know of course have had who've had mammograms may have a joke about mammograms so that's not a joke that's for me right mm-hmm. if you tell the joke how I tell the joke then yeah. to me that's different. Because, you, you know, you can't fill okay, a premise. Okay. Like, if we got kids, we all going to talk about kids. But you ain't going to come out and say, oh, you know, yeah. this is my kid. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, wow. I've heard that joke before. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So is there any jokes that you think comedians should stay away from? For the most part.
2: Okay. So this is me. If you want to Mm -hmm. be a part of the conversation or if you want to be included, you have to be included in the jokes, too.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. And that's just my... Go Yeah, I'm sorry. No... I don't yeah. think nobody should be excluded because if you want, you know, even, you know, and I know a lot of people talking about cancel culture and things like that, and, you know, we shouldn't talk about gay people, but gay people laugh at black people, gay people laugh at white people, gay people, you know, they laugh at, you know, they laugh at other jokes that when people tell jokes about fat people, they laugh. So if I tell the joke yeah. about a homosexual, um, that's that's off limits. I shouldn't hmm. laugh. You know why? If you want to be included, you should be you you're going to be included in the jokes. Point blank and period. No one is no one no one is above jokes. I'm sorry. Nobody no changed. one.
1: Yeah, nobody. It is not personally. If y'all it, do her I mean, no, personally. <laughs> If y'all do well personally he was not playing. You a li oh, yeah? You think you can laugh and not be a part of this? <laughs> you
2: gotta yeah, you gotta be a part of the joke. We won't be included in life. Like, you gotta be a part of the joke. Yeah. You gotta be able to take take a joke. <laughs> you know, like I don't care what nobody say. I think the funniest joke, um, ever uh and I don't know if, if you know, D. A. Hugh was his joke or he was just repeating it, but you know, he said about the homosexual men. Um, he said, um, if you could take a dick, you could take a joke. And yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you
1: ever had a you ever had a
2: dick in the ass like <laughs> that should be something that you like what huh? like, oh, so like, nasty, you know so but that's just me though I don't think you, I don't think you should be excluded I don't think anybody should be excluded from the jokes if you laughing at fat people and you and you skinny then somebody make a skinny joke you should you know be laughed at. So like yeah, you can't you yeah. can't take yourself so seriously.
0: All right.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. So my last question, because 'cause we're coming to the end. Um what's up what's your next plans? Where's your next performance? What you know, how people can reach out to you or, you know, what's what's you know give us your info Definitely follow me.
2: Follow me on all social media except for Twitter because I know I I just can't get I, I got enough I can't get on all these snaps and all this. But um K U N T R Y T comedy. So that's country T comedy. And um it's on Facebook, it's on Instagram and YouTube. And we have I have some um short videos that I'm a part of. Uh, as well as movies, documentary, Amazon Prime, Tubi TV. Uh, I got Yes, the movie coming out with Producers High Bank. And um, I we I um, host a show where uh, Rashid is the producer, and it's called I Got Five on it. So if there's anybody out there who want to, you know, try their chops and you got five minutes, then we – you know are willing we have a few venues throughout uh north carolina and we do about three or four shows a month so like she working you know she working i'm 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 booked what do they say I, I can't say all these bees but booked busy and blessed and all that so you know and i i don't take it for granted at all i don't take it for granted i don't but um You know, like I said, we have – I got five on it. We'll be doing a show down in – the 12th, we're at the Raleigh Social House downtown. The 13th – no, the 12th is – sorry, Is at the Smoking Bull in Durham. The 13th is down in Raleigh Social House. We got shows down in Roanoke Rapids. We have talks of Charlotte, North Carolina, Atlanta, Georgia – uh, we'll be implementing improv, so you know if anybody wants to jump on and give me five minutes, hey, I got I got I got a stage for you.
1: Okay, okay. Do you do any private bookings? Like if somebody wanted to hire you for a birthday party or gathering? Yes, anything?
2: definitely. So- yes, most definitely. I do. Yeah, yeah. I I do this. I've 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 done um weddings i think the most the, you don't know the craziest booking i've ever had um i was booked for a funeral i was, I was booked, booked for, for a funeral. funeral i
1: knew you was gonna stay a funeral
2: yeah and i but i knew the person and so i guess that's what really made it fun because i could actually talk about that person and it wasn't a you know it was it, it was definitely a home going Instead of a funeral, right? Yeah, and yeah. yeah. That's, you know, that's what that person wanted. They wanted they didn't want anybody to mourn. They wanted people to laugh. So when the family was like when I didn't think they were gonna be like, Hey, you know you wanna do this for real? I thought it was a joke.
1: But <laughs> we didn't.
2: Well,
1: you? And we had some Luckily hey, nobody yeah, right? didn't will you know. Yeah, that, that good old
2: funeral spaghetti. You know, I couldn't pass that up.
1: Yeah.
2: That fu- that funeral spaghetti be yeah. banging. <laughs> <laughs> that to repay
1: So. All right, country treat. I appreciate you coming on the show. Thank, so you, thank you for thank um, You
2: know, we yeah. down like four flats. We down like four flats, man. Yeah. I miss you, man. I got to see you out in these streets.
1: Oh yeah, I'm gonna be out there soon. You know how it go. <laughs> I know. I understand. Life
2: happens. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Come on out, man. Thank uh, y'all for having that... me. I
1: oh love
2: yeah, it. thank you, you know, for coming. You're doing. Yeah. You know, and y'all get out and y'all come on out and come to a show. I won't bother you. I ain't gonna. You know, I ain't like like I said. I ain't like D. L. Hughes. I ain't gonna talk about you. You know, we just we might have a conversation, but I ain't gonna have you I ain't gonna talk about your clothes or your shoes or nothing. Yeah, we'll definitely <laughs> you gonna have it's yeah. gonna make you laugh.
0: Definitely come out to one you of know your shows. Yes. You come on out,
2: Sharif, I got you. I ain't gonna buy <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna leave you alone.
1: <laughs> you already know. I'm not trusting that. I remember uh <laughs> <Nah, I'm not. laughs> No, nah, I'm good. I come to the show, but I'll sit my hands in the back. No, I wouldn't do that,
2: most definitely.
1: All right. So, uh, well, oh, you okay, came to the God end of the night. show. Thank
2: you again for having me.
1: All right, and I'm gonna too. jump another podcast,
2: man. I love, I listen to your content. I was talking about the babies, the, the you know, the the, the cubs or whatever. So.
1: <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> All, right. All
0: right, y'all. Okay, yes, All and right. we
1: will
2: love yeah. to have you back.
0: Yes, um, yes. Yeah, so that does it for All us. Right. Thank <laughs> you, thank you everybody for tuning in, and please join us at Saturday at. 10:30 p.m. for our next episode. Good night everybody.
1: Good night. Good night.